This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece, presented by Chan Essendon at Theater. See, that will be October 23rd through the 25th. We'll be at the Minneapolis College of Art and Design. Ticket info is coming soon on how you, our lovely listeners, can help this year's charity partners, including Art Buddies, Upstream Arts, North Minneapolis Arts Association, and MCAD's scholarship program. You can learn more via the website. Use the keyword masterpiece. Thank you, Johnny Love. Uh-huh. Got a message uh, from Lizzo. For everybody? Yes. Y'all, what is she saying? Y'all, if we keep this up for two more weeks, Truth Hurts could be the longest female rap number one of all time. Who right? is she competing against? Fancy. Iggy oh, Azalea. Okay. Can we do it? Because for the fifth week in a row, Truth Hurts is Billboard's number one on the Hot 100. I love it. And she, of course, is going to be here in the Twin Cities next week. Is it next? What are it's, we going to wear? Yeah, um, I can't. We've never I'm been gonna to the wear, Armory. I'm going to wear what I've worn to every concert since I was old enough to go to concerts. Cute jeans. A black shirt. A cute top. Yeah. And the shoes, of course, have changed over the years. Yes, they have. Quite a bit. But, yeah. And uh, and across, you know, a concert bag. A concert. I know, Lori. Yeah. I mean, you know, what so else do you wear? I, you, this is no place for a big purse. Oh, not a big purse, but I mean, a big top, something exciting. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to wear a little club dress or anything like that. I like... Excuse me. I I'm trying to, to think of the last yeah, time I, I saw you in one of those. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. You need to be able to run. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's that's a concert thing I've had uh, What forever. are you going to run to the yeah. stage? Just, I mean, you I'm, need to be able to run, and you can't run in a dress like you can in, in jeans. Honest to Pete, you know, yesterday when I was cleaning out my closet, do you know how many black dresses? It Julia, is, I probably have 30. It's I, pathetic I, in all different Summer shapes. black, summer long sleeve, winter, winter, winter long material. sleeve, winter cutout, fall black, fall uh-huh. black, midsection. I mean, there are so many. I started... Thinking they're taking up so much space yeah. in my closet. Is I, there anything good? Did well, you come across anything good that you'd forgotten about? That's always I the did, pleasure. I did come across a couple exciting things, and I, then I thought I have so much hanging here, bugging me that I don't wear. Yeah. So I just put it in rolls and decided, well, maybe I'll wear you later. Mm-hmm. Not really. Not really. I don't know what to do. I mean, that we are black dress junkies. Julia, <sighs> I know. I have the same problem, and I have them in different weights and different, for different seasons, and I have different justifications. I've got ruching for if you feel Heavier, humpy that day. I've got uh, 
skinny mini get on your best suck them in spanks yep. and you know the list of black dresses uh we fell for that little bd thing Oh, yeah. Little black dress. I mean, there's a million of them to be had. I wish I would break into another color, but I do have some blue dresses. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that yeah. seems to be my other color that I go to when I veer away from right. black. You'd think we were like lifelong New Yorkers or something with our penchant for black, but it's just but it's been, just the easy color. It is okay. It's so easy. Let's get to a little more music right. news. Drake has pissed off all of his Brazilian fans. How did he do that? Did he cancel a concert or something? No, he made himself persona non grato in Brazil. Oh. He was at the Rock in Rio Festival. Uh, he okay. was paid between 12 and $16 million to perform. Are you Whoa. kidding me? One, yeah, okay. And he had... Um, he he complained about he he complained so much he complained about the size of his stage he didn't trust the brazilian chefs at the hotel the five star hotel he stayed at to prepare his food so his personal chef fried him a single potato which he drake brought with him from america a potato from america from canada oh that's right yeah. he's and, canadian and he the cook went down to the kitchen of yeah. the five star uh hotel and he didn't tip a single soul. Well, he might have Yuck. tipped the Insta models that were invited to his hotel for a private party, but he made them all leave their phones at the door in a plastic pouch. But I would, too, if I was him. I'd yeah. And according to the festival organizers, he spent the day before his performance complaining and threatening to cancel his set. And at one point, even removed from his tour schedule, the Rock and Reel, on his website. He took it down. And then he fought with his own crude crew fired his light manager and then rehired him after he couldn't find another replacement what's up with him and drake's performance was supposed to be streamed online that's why they paid him so much he wasn't happy with the setup so he refused to broadcast it and then he blamed the weather for for his crabbiness for the streaming not streaming (gasps) drake like, that's a ton of money. That's really bad. Yeah. So, anyway, he's made... I don't know if he's going back to the Rock and Rio anytime soon. I, I would, Lori. Yeah. Let me just take a mm-hmm. guess. No. Has Dolly Parton not written a memoir yet, you guys? She has, Lori. She's, okay. had, she's had a couple out there. Here's yeah, but the, were they, me- were they well, memoirs? Well, she, she said she did... Um, Let's see here. She did her first one in... Um, Maybe she has. She did a 20... She recorded a version of her 90s autobiography okay. on a cassette tape. So yeah, she had one in the 90s. In my life. And then she had an, a self-help guide in 2012. But what they're saying, she's got a new book deal coming out. And it's going to be an, a memoir, part because two. Because the last one came out in like 1984. It said 90s. Okay. But... um oh, 94. Yeah, excuse me. 94 yeah, 1994. So she's evolved. Yeah. And that's almost 25 years ago. Yeah, so what we she's get more. She's going to do is she one of the big things she went with a small publisher for this memoir because she wanted um the audio rights. They wanted a term in the licensing um that would revert her Tony has found this in 10 books. years. Yeah. Yeah, because this publisher has their own audiobook uh, division. Right. And that, some of the major publishers don't. They so. farm that out. Hmm. And so. and so she'll get back in 10 years. She will own the rights. So everything yeah. after that, she'll yeah. own. So 
That was well, what she has more to say because 1994 was 25 20, years yeah, ago. Yeah, she's got exactly. a lot to say. Yeah, she's she's got a lot. Well, to I tell say. you, when you watch that country music uh, Ken Burns documentary, how he she stood up to uh, you know Porter Wagner is the guy that brought her on his show, and he and wanted he wanted to control everything about everything her life. She did, and when and she, she said, wrote, "I will happy. always love you," as a like a consent, so Porter Wagner would know how much. He meant to her because he oh, gave her the why? TV break. And right? so she wrote, I will always love you as a platonic song. Yeah, it's to him. To, to Porter Wagner, yeah. but she had to bust away from him. Very true, Lord. But she just poured her heart into that song because she wasn't leaving him, but she couldn't be the girl in the box that he kept in the Did little... he discover her? And well, he, he brought he her on the TV show. brought her on the brought TV, her on the show. TV oh. show. So, yes, he did okay, discover basically. her, but then he wanted to control her every move. Yes. Check, check, check. And Got she it. didn't want to. She wanted to be a songwriter and get out there and sing her music. So she wrote, I will always love you to him. So because he was so, I guess he was mad at her. Oh, he was not happy with her with at her. all. Cause she wow. left. She wow. didn't. She quit his TV show. Yep. Okay. And then look at one of the most beautiful love songs ever. Yeah. Ever. 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 Okay. We will be right back with random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Random. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you wanna just. Have some Davenport floral fashion fun. Uh, go to the Lori and Julia. Say that five times. Mm-hmm. Go to the Lori and Julia show page and see Cardi B. Uh, she's taking on Fashion Week with a photo of her wearing Kim Kardashian's Davenport, but in green and blue. Remember when Kim wore the floral yep. to the Met Gala when she in, was pregnant? Yep. In front of the Eiffel Tower um, with a fencing mask in the same design. Um, it's something, and it says, I, ha- <laughs> I heard you blanks were missing me at Fashion Week. I'm here to serve it up to you blankers. It's hysterical. And serve it to you cold. Yeah. So there she goes. There she goes. And a, a photographer says, Madame, excuse-moi, excuse-moi, madame. To which she responded, make sure that car don't hit me, because this blank can't see, because she's wearing a fencing mask with the floral <laughs> print on it. It's pretty silly. to tell. It's pretty silly. Um, okay, so there was an article in the paper this weekend, and why have the price of Honeycrisp apples remained so high? Oh. And if you remember, Honeycrisp apples were introduced, the U of M um, had the um, patent on them. They created, they created honey, honey um, excuse me, yeah, honeysuckle. What are they called? Honeycrisp. Honey Jeez, Louisiana. <laughs> anyway, why are they so expensive? Um, here is why. Blah, 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 blah. It's been, <laughs> Honeycrisp was developed at the University of Minnesota and released to growers in 1991. The royalties paid to the U kept the price high for a while. And that was $1.25 per tree, per tree, but that ran out in 2008. Mm-hmm. The royalties that were paid to the U. So far, the U has collected, listen to this, on this invention, $16.5 million in Honeycrisp royalties wow. making it the used third most profitable invention after zygen which is an hiv medication and a vaccine to pr- protect against prrs which was a pig virus those are the three big mm-hmm. patents and she said the simple price is it's one of the most difficult apple trees to grow most apple trees um pack out the rate of 80 to 90 percent 
but for some reason, the Honeycrisp is only 65%, and a lot of the rest of the 35% is used for juice, which is low profits. So mm-hmm. that's that basically is why. Blah, 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 blah. I, I do. The Honeycrisp is my favorite. Like it's my favorite. Yeah. And it's the so first good. kiss I like came the out crispy, now. You know, but I think there's another apple that tastes better with first caramel. Oh. Might be the Tango. Oh, really? Mm, I think Granny, Granny Apple Smith with caramel. That also is sour very good. and the sweet. I like yeah. together. But so that's why. That's why, people. Thank you. Okay, now this came up in 19, oh, I'm going to say 1985. Um, <laughs> so okay. the, the headline caught me. Should you give up your bed for guests? And this is a question. If you have older um, house guests staying at your house for the weekend, are you supposed to give up your bed for them? Uh, if I did not have a good bed for my mom or my dad, if they were coming to my house, mm-hmm. like I would give them my bed and I would sleep on the lumpier bed. This was such <laughs> a family drama in our life. I'm going to tell you. Okay. But, um, I mean, wouldn't every, doesn't everyone do that? I mean, one would think, but let me just oh, tell you. I, yeah, I would. Okay, so what you're supposed to give up for your guests to make them comfortable, comfortable in your home is food, Beverages, clean linens, towels, and a proper place to sleep. That's true. If the pullout is uncomfortable, you sleep in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have only one bed, you offer it to your elderly guests. Yes. Okay? Um, it's, but you should also sleep in your guest bedroom and make sure your bed is comfortable. Voila. Okay? I'm telling you. Yeah. I think people you mean the don't... guest bed? Yeah, okay. I think sometimes people don't know, so you should just spend a night in that oh, bed see. and see how that could yeah. be improved. Does yes. it need a mm-hmm. topper? Is it like right. too heavy of a blanket? For a while, we pillows? used to have like, I swear to God, a piece of plywood as one of the mattresses yeah. at the cabin because we had to buy so many at the same time. And oh, we I remember that. Yeah. yeah, you're just like everywhere you could yeah. stuff a bed, you were finding a Hello? bed. <laughs> Hello? Hello? But at a cabin, that's different. Yeah, I know. Different, I know. I think. But where that came up is I'll never forget. My brothers rode their motorcycles out to Santa Cruz. My sister lived in Santa Cruz, and I was coming home from Hawaii, and mm-hmm. we all met there. And my dad flew out, and we were staying at my sister's house, my older Holly sister. Guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she was dating this guy at the time when we were all staying at her mm-hmm. place, and she wouldn't give my dad her bed. Oh, oh, it was such in my oh my dad I'm so offended. Well, he and I, rightly so. Yeah, but she said, so. "I've got this guy, and he doesn't want it." We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
you know. And what is the guy doing staying there when you guys are all there? It anyway? was his place. Oh, my I sister see. lived oh, with him. Okay. Oh, I see. So it was so, so it wasn't her bed to give up. Right. She yeah. should have been mad at the guy. Yeah. But Not he, your sister. No, because my sister would have influence over him. Okay. You know, you would yeah. say, this is my dad. dad my yeah, dad, all right, you know. all right. Yeah. Anyway, oh, that was, and that one lasted. And my daddy-o. I believe I saw a photo of your dad at, like, uh, the big redwood forest. And your dad had his bass weegins on with his jorts. Oh, you know it. My dad always wore the jorts. <laughs> okay, they're in the wow. re- they're in Yosemite or whatever, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. or wherever the redwood forest mm-hmm. is by Santa Cruz, whatever, whatever point of entry you are into the. But I'm I'm like, Ken's in jorts and his bass weegins oh, yeah. with no sock. Oh, yeah. oh, lovely. Oh, my dad never wore yeah. the socks. Yeah, I know. It was just such a fun, <laughs> like a polo just, sweater on. It I was know. like, uh, I know. Oh no, my day. Yeah, no, I know. I, <laughs> I want to tell you. I know, Lori. I saw the headline and I just started to laugh, That's thinking funny. that was so much drama for mm-hmm. us. Um, the you, the Star Tribune is celebrating 50 years of its taste section, and last year we had on, um, you know, Rick Nelson telling us about how they found the greatest recipe for our chicken and wild rice soup. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. I made, which is I've made it like three times out. It's delicious. Yeah, and so Lee, um, Stavite, Svek Dean, Svek Dean, and Rick Nelson are going to. They're celebrating 50 years of taste, so they're doing um, through October each week. They're going to be airing a foodie um, movie at Riverside Movie Theater. Like, guess who's coming to dinner for the or 60s? Julia and Julie, yeah, something like that. Julia and Julie and the Twice. So it's four different weeks, and it's a mini film festival. Tickets are ten dollars. It's at the Heights Theater in. Um, Columbia. Columbia Heights. And the festivities begin at 7 o'clock with the old organ playing. Fun. And then at 7.30, there's going to be door prizes. But it starts this um, October 2nd, which would be Wednesday. Wednesday night. So it's Wednesday, the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, and the 23rd. And um, they're going to be there to celebrate it. And I think it'd be really fun. Mm-hmm. So we like Rick a lot. It's Stupid Question Day. Okay. Oh, you got one? Can you get from America to Africa on a jet ski? That's what. <laughs> actually, um, they, I don't know. Can you? I'd be no. You'd no, have to no, fill up. Um, some teachers shared some of the dumbest questions that they've ever been asked. Mm-hmm. I re- um, are bears still real? Mm-hmm. Can you get from America to Africa on mm-hmm. a jet ski? What are those pyramid-shaped things in Egypt called? If there's a speed of light, what's the speed of dark? <laughs> Uh, is breast milk 1% or 2%? <laughs> if you're sterile, can you pass it on your children? These aren't dumb. Where's the Great Wall of China? Oh, dumb. dear. You don't think those are dumb? Yeah, well, that one's dumb. That one's dumb. Mm-hmm. But like breast milk, I think that's a curious one. Is it 1% or 2%? What well, kid no, even knows that? Yeah, no. How old are these kids? No, I think it's lighter, Donnie. Oh, is it? I think oh, so. Okay. It's runnier, apparently. At least that's what Don and Steve said. <laughs> How do they know? Yeah, they listen to it. I don't know. I felt like they looked it up because oh, okay. they sounded pretty, yeah. you know, strong. Yeah, I they have went no in, idea. In and right. Yeah. And also, there's going to be a rainbow Christmas tree out this year. It's really kind of cool looking, and it's um, Tree Topia is offering it vibrant rainbow colored. Oh, I love it. Needles, and so you can get that this year. Julia, you didn't point out the cute couple costumes that uh, Donnie posted for you, so we can. 
Oh. You know, check. It is October 1st tomorrow. We got to start. The countdown is on. What are we going to be for Halloween? That's right. Out of town. It's out of town. That's Post Malone. Um, I got a little bit of news for him. His Hollywood's Bleeding album yeah. uh, has just uh, made its third week at number one on the 200 chart. Hollywood's Bleeding, the first album to spend its um, first three weeks at number one in over a year. We are all about getting Lizzo to just stay at number one, Julia. That okay, is what, that's we all we can be focused on. Lizzo's right is at number eight for the album because I love you. But she's Truth Hurts is number one Billboard Hot 100. Listen, I made a playlist for just Lizzo's songs. Um, you did. To get ready so I can know some lyrics for the concert. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's next Wednesday. Already. I know. Sold out two shows. Yep, I like how she gives time. herself a day off. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the show is Wednesday and Friday. She probably wants to hang out at some places. She's lived yeah. here a long time. So Okay. So, Julia. Yes, um, I told you that uh, the irony of ironies watching Billy Bush... Um, report on this story because one of the things that is always an interesting time for a news organization is if said news organization and anyone that might be, you know, just like any company, any entity, if somebody's the focus of something and Ronan Farrow's book, Catch and Kill, Lies, Spies, and a Conspiracy to Protect Predators. That's the name of his book. It's coming out October 15th. We know that Ronan Farrow gives interviews. I mean, the guy, he's won a Pulitzer for the, you know, the book about the Weinstein story with the two New York Times uh, authors. So he will be in demand. So NBC News knows they have to cover this story because other news organizations are going to be all going to be covering it. it. They're a news organization. They have to cover themselves, you know, self-report and all, all of that. And so, um, they're, they're, they're very, because the word, at least through page six, which has very good context in the media world when it comes to TV, Mm -hmm. Stuff. I mean, yep. they just do. They're they're like TMZ is, you know, for many other things. But Page Six is connected right. with the TV media gossip. They are saying there are jaw-dropping allegations that are going to be in this book. I don't know that the whole book is about Matt Lauer. Well, it sounds like a lot of it is. Well, it's to protect... Pre- pre- I think, you know, Charlie Rose's yes. story is included. There may be other people. I got to think of that one guy, Mark Helperin. Yes. You know, he could be part of this because he fell out of the way early yes. in Me Too because there was a flood of women mm. about what grab hands, McCann's he was, you know. They're saying that this release is... Highly anticipated in newsrooms, a lot of them. Yeah, and CBS is going to have to cover themselves. So here's Billy Bush reporting on this. And, of course, the irony is that he was working for NBC for a half a second. Yep, and got fired. Mm -hmm. Matt Lauer's accuser is ready to reveal her identity, ready to reveal all. The woman is finally breaking her silence, and she may not be alone. Nearly two years after Matt's last day on TV, an explosive New York Post report claims the allegations may just be the tip of the iceberg. The new headline today, other women with fresh accusations of sexual harassment against Matt have spoken out. Their stories will be revealed in a new book from journalist Ronan Farrow called Catch and Kill. 
Ronan won a Pulitzer Prize for his reporting on the Harvey Weinstein allegations that sparked the Me Too movement. A whole lot of other women and now men are doing all around the world speaking the truth. He is said to have uncovered a new set of allegations against Matt. And now the New York Post claims Lauer's original accuser, who has kept her identity secret since Savannah Guthrie announced his firing, will go public with her name in Catch and Kill. The Post reports the woman who was once Meredith Vieira's assistant told her story to Farrow, although she had considered writing her own book. Matt has always denied anything that was other than consensual. TV's one-time $28 million a year man has remained out of the spotlight since the scandal that cost him his job and may have cost him his 20-year marriage. The Lowers finalized That's their okay, divorce. Johnny. We're good all there. Right, oh, yeah. my gosh. So just listening to all of that and thinking, okay, you know, so apparently on a book like this, when you were naming and you're telling these kind of stories, Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, anyone else who's named by name, they get it. They're lawyers. They have to vet it. You know, they can fact check it. They, they can fact check it, it to them. To and fact of course, check. you can't sue anybody for telling the, the truth. truth. Right. So, <gasps> so they have uh, the publishers, Little Brown and Company, told the Post that they're very proud of the book, and it is been meticulously fact-checked and vetted and let us know that also includes everybody who is having a story about them they also get to look at it yep how many people do how many do you think it's going to bring new names to us well is it just going to be more about no i think i think we're going to find out that it was we were having coffee with people who we did not know. Right. We thought that we knew that, right. you know, that yeah, whole that whole thing with morning show coming out on Apple TV when it does on the heels of this book, just kind of showing how the facade sometimes of the television, yeah, that morning thing, that being that morning hug, that we didn't know these people at all, and that Matt Lauer was really... We're going to find out. And the whole catch and kill, the name of the book, I mean, that has that that came out of the National, National Enquirer. David uh, Pecker. David Pecker buying people's stories, stories for people who didn't want stories to come out about mistresses and stuff. They would pay the story right. and then they would then kill they would it. Kill the yep. story, yep. Mm-hmm. And, but keep the evidence in the vault for future, future blackmail. Exactly. Uh, stuff. So, well, what do you think? I'm it'll be interesting to see how everybody covers it. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are far other things that you know I want news organizations to be focusing on, sure, yeah. but I do think that Ronan Farrow has credibility, and I think it has got to feel good for him because he knew that he had a scoop last year two years ago two years ago on the Weinstein and that NBC sat on it and I mean they really have proven themselves to be with the news organization very haphazard Mm -hmm. as far as Watching what was going on, right? But maybe that was the industry, you well, know. Lori, I think a lot that of was it happening was with Charlie. Yeah, and, I mean, I guess, I guess, just the behavior of um, that we that that went on with men. It, it feels like until just two years ago, it's just we finally have collectively everyone just said enough. I, I think so. I think about how much harassment you and I had, right? We were harassed all the time, and you just kind of were like, oh, that's just part of the deal. That's part of being a grown-up woman in a business world. Mm-hmm. I think we'll hear quite a bit about Andy Lack in this book, too, as far as covering up. He's the chairman of NBC and covering Absol- up and all this stuff. he still has his He does. Job. I know. Yeah.
I know. I've never. I'm like, who does that guy have pictures because, of? Because again, he hired Megyn Kelly. Yes. That was seventy million dollars. He let Tamron Hall Hall go. go. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. You he know, killed, he killed. that just even Megyn Kelly. Why wouldn't people get fired? He did the Ann Curry thing. Yes. He just. I. I don't know how he keeps his job. Yeah. That's the one person that I'm like, how? You know, if we had that and big I, of a misfire, how do you keep your job? Yeah. I. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so, it's going to be an interesting... We have till October 15th. That's when it comes out, but we're going to see Ronan on the late night shows and stuff. And I find him to be a very interesting guy on the I couch. Just stare he's at so how, smart. I stare at how, how, red his, how red his lips are always. Yeah, he's got very he's got cherubic. such red young, lips. Yeah, very it's, useful, kissable. It's weird. And he looks so much like Ronan or his mom, Mia Mia Farrell, Farrell, and yeah, Frank Sinatra. Oh, Lori, don't get that yeah, going again. Starting that again. But I'm telling you, when I look at him, you see young Frank. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I'm, thank you for bringing that to our attention again. again. Okay, so <laughs> again. last night, uh, Casey and I just watched a couple more episodes of that scary Netflix show, Marianne. Mm-hmm. And it is filmed in... I, I was like, I know this has to be northern France, and it is. It's up uh, yeah. Brittany or Bre- Breton whatever they call it, northern France. But I looked up the town of Eldon because it's on this lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And yep. Is it a real place and is it that haunted? Is it? Well, So what's the name of the story? The it's Marianne. called Marianne. And how many? It's a... Eight-part scary, scary. Julia, this show is not for you. Okay, but tell people what it's about if people want to watch it. It's about... Uh, it's a supernatural story about this girl who's an author and people become disturbed by her books and she goes back to her town, her hometown, and it's like everything she's written about is coming true. It's ah. just, oh, it's just, I think I, very Stephen King-ish. Yes, indeed, yes. So the, the, the spirit that she dreams about is causing havoc in, havoc. The, re, in it, the real world. It's like Eldon France yeah. is is like Derry, Maine with this whole sure. character. So I want I was like, God, where is this place? Okay. So it's uh anyway, it is not a real town, but it's actually this little town called Dolan. It's a French harbor town okay. and it that is where all the exteriors it's that idyllic, mm-hmm. idyllic but it is apparently very haunted. Was it oh, as scary cool. the next two that you watched? Because the first two you said you, Casey was having it's, nightmares. It was scary. It was scary. It's scary. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't. I can only watch two. Okay, so when you were dreaming scary last overload. night about Kent Herbeck filling your it, gas, yeah, filling up my tire. Maybe that was a happy dream to escape. <laughs> I think so. Place. Do you think Casey was dreaming about Vikings? I don't know <laughs> what he not. was dreaming about, but uh, uh, apparently in this haunted coastline. Okay. Tourists flock to this place called the Chateau de Tourasson, a medieval castle in Brittany, for a glimpse of the legendary Dame Blanche, which are the ghosts who warn people of impending doom. Mm-hmm. So the women in white. Mm-hmm. Oh! So it's a very hot, and the northwestern part of France is rugged coastline, rugged yeah, yeah. coastline. Yeah. Sure. There's a, there's a scene in the first episode where she's in bed and she thinks it's her husband sleeping next to her. Oh, Donnie. <laughs> I screamed so loud. I like, want you to watch Evil. I got evil. chills from I'm that telling one. you, neither uh, of you watch, I did, I I watch the, Evil. I did watch the first episode And Donnie, evil. did you like it? Uh, I was a little disappointed in the ending, but it was pretty good. I liked it, yeah. but it's scary. Yeah. Didn't you think, Donnie? Well... <laughs> Well, there, to me, it was. There was 
I, no, I, I can't because I'd give something away. All so right, I don't. Can't. I, don't I can't, say yeah. it, though. I won't say it. I think it's good. Yeah. But that's I, on CBS. Yeah. I I plan on watching it. Joy, I- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I just didn't watch one television thing. Why would I am, you? I, am, I just about, I had a fit earlier, I'm over it. But Pretty <laughs> Little Liars, The Perfectionist, after one season on, um, you know... Freeform. It's has been canceled. Gone. Why? I don't know. People Nobody just didn't care them. about those kids. <laughs> no, they didn't. The ratings were, were they awful. junior high, Lori? Is no, that... people are just watching Pretty Little Liars on Netflix. What? The... This is the funniest yeah. little thing to me that you can't watch network TV anymore because people want to binge. I know. I guess. I don't know. I guess. But Pretty Little Liars, you know, I mean, that was like 2 million people per episode. And this got like, you know, yeah. I was one of 260,000 people watching. Well, you should feel honored that you were part of that, that small yeah, group. I'm sick of being what, on the loser bandwagon well, with my TV really, shows. What's on. Going, yeah. I deleted all my Beverly Hills 90210. You're never going to watch it. No, I know it. Yeah. Did you ever finish? Never did. Lori, Wait honestly, a minute. No, what see, this is why finish? I saw Hustler. I knew she would never go. It's it. This <laughs> is the story of you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's fabulous. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's wonderful. It's got to be good to hold my attention. Oh, my gosh. Fabulous. <laughs> I'm easily distracted. Was, well, so am I. It needs I. to be renewed for a second season. But yeah. you were, like, crazy for that show. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was, and then I forgot about it. <laughs> yes, it was so good she forgot about it. Unbelievable. No, I totally believe you, but you like go on and on about these shows and we have to listen to every which way but Friday and then you're dumb them. I know. Julie, what can they say? Nothing. All right. We're going to come back and do Hollywood speaking. All right. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Oh, Ashton. Oh, Mila. Why did you have to go and do this? They posted a nice little photo of them in their baseball caps. They took off their sunglasses for the Insta picture so people would know it was them. And said, magical weekend, an imagination tinderbox. That walk guy had a vision. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's trying to, they're trying to portray themselves. He's a family man. I, I just think it's not necessary. If he would get out of himself, the book isn't about him. I know it. He was a 20-year-old, Sunny-something, let it go. He didn't Everyone did crap. Say, I think uh, we all understand that Ashton was on a starter marriage with Demi. Yes, whatever. She understands it now, too. This makes me think there's something going on with him and Mila that they feel that they have to protest this loudly to the world saying, don't look here. Everything's great. It's I'm just, so surprised because they stay out of the media all the all time. All the time. This is such it's, a super obvious it's photo so weird. op. It makes yeah, it me is. think all isn't right in their thing. And I like thinking that they're happy. Lori, I like to think that too. Let's move on. Okay. But th- just, that's that picture raised more eyebrows with okay, me. Okay. Got it. Now, please, please tell me. 
Rachel Bilson might be dating Bachelor alum Nick Vile. I saw that. Who is Vile? Is I saw that like two that. weeks ago, Lori just hinted somewhere, and I just thought, no And way. Rachel, we know from the OC and Heart of Dixie yep. on the CW. Loved it. Loved. And she married Anakin Skywalker and had a baby with them. Yes, They're no they longer did. together. They did. Um, she caught him cheating with somebody. Bimbo in Vancouver. Anyway, what is it with so many celebrities dating Bachelor and Bachelorette people? Um, Crazy. Well, you get to kind of know them, I guess. I guess they have, they, they see each other on Insta and then they just do the old. Say hi. And I don't know, but Nick Vile is vile. Oh, he's so gross. I, Rachel, you're too good for him. Yeah, maybe she doesn't know everything about him. So right. let's just hope he finds out. She okay. was asked about this, yeah. and she gave a one-word answer. What? No. Journey. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. They asked her, oh. are you dating this guy? Because and that's a very bachelor thing. I'm on she, a journey, journey to find okay, love. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> I'm on a journey to find love. Mm-hmm. Well, then maybe she isn't. Perfect. Okay. Let's take it that way. Are we finally, finally reaching the fizzle out of the Caitlin times Miley times Liam that, you know, the last two months yeah. with, with Miley posting a thing with her dogs, basically shading both of her exes saying human love can't compare to her dog love. It's unconditional. That's right. They're loyal. They get you. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what she's gone through, Laurie, but, but I think that she's starting to feel. Yeah. And she's not, you know... Well, she's, she's, she's doing what a millennial does, getting posting. all introspective online. And posting it. And posting it. Dear Diary Live. Yeah, dear, dear, dear. Dear Diary Live. Okay, here's something. Andy, uh, no, let's do Ansel Elgort. He's uh, in The Goldfinch, which people yeah, are just saying is a terrible movie, but <laughs> he's speaking to the London Times, okay. and this must be maybe for something with The Goldfinch. And uh, when asked what he hopes to achieve before his 30th birthday, he said, I'd like to find a lot more love. It doesn't need to be sexual. Because he has a girlfriend. I could be done sexually with with my girlfriend. I think we've been pretty clear that I want to feel free to fall in love with people, and that option should be open. But sexually, it can be closed off. He 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 wants to play both sides. He wants to be open to having whatever comes his way. I guess so. I mean, he he said, you know, I'm in I'd love like- with a bunch of my na- male friends. I don't want to have sex with them, so why can't I put the desire to have sex with women aside and let myself have love with a woman? He doesn't know I'm anything. He's confused. only 30. Yeah. But I mean, at 30, you kind of know more than whatever no, this big crap no, is. No, no, no. None of you are guys. It, it's, he's keeping his options <laughs> yeah, open is. is what he's doing. He's basically, if I was Violetta yeah, I'd be very nervous I'd about my him. boyfriend. I would dump him. <laughs> I'd be very nervous. Because he basically is saying he needs more love. That's right. And you're not giving it. Yeah. Okay, dump him. Okay, Britney Spears. She... Put a little photo montage on Insta out there. Said, I hope you all haven't forgotten about me. She's been working nonstop since she was a kid. I'm just taking this transition in my life to focus on what I really want. I miss you all. I really do have the best fans in the world. It's kind of sweet. It is kind of sweet. Dear fans. Dear fans. (laughs) Remember when Brittany wrote Uh her letters? Dear Dear fans. fans. I hope you all haven't forgotten about me. Sometimes it's good to stop and reflect and I kinda just and feel, do some exercise I, videos and dance videos. I kinda and feel she, sad wish, for her though that she has to post that. 
Well, it's a way of talking directly to her fans yeah, that her dad can't get in the way of. That's true. I hey, guys, I'm very, taking some downtime. I think it was very heartfelt, and I think that she does have fans that just like, like I mean, you know, people go to the courthouse with their free Britney signs. I mean, remember the kid from Canada who, leave Britney alone. Oh, yes, I, I mean, you know, she really yeah. has yeah, she loyal, does. loyal fans. So I think this is sweet. Okay. And we're not going to forget about All you, right, Brittany. Now, what in the Sam Hill is Andy McDowell been smoking? Here's what she had to say about her daughter dating um, Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson. From SNL. That's right. She said they have a very beautiful. nice and beautiful relationship. She's happy that her daughter is dating Pete. He's older. He makes her laugh. No. What? She's saying this. She's doing reverse psychology on her 25-year-old daughter. Get rid of him. He's trouble. But she's not saying that. It's so happy. It's so good. She thinks that she says this. And Margaret, who might be rebelling by dating Pete Davidson, can know that then it's not as much as fun to rebel against. You think oh. she's rebelling? Well, I'm just saying I that see what you're saying, yeah. she's yeah, reverse psychology yeah, and right. approve of the relationship. It's a, it's a, it's a parent's best trick sometimes. All right, you know, don't you think? Yeah. Haven't you done reverse I'm, psychology yes. on your kids? Not a lot, but here and there, yeah, here and there, I guess. I should have done it more, obviously. Yeah, that's what you're looking at me like that. Maybe I should have done more. I don't know. Anyway, so. Well, um, in other news, Felicity Huffman's daughter will reportedly retake the SATs after the scandal. And we all have to know about it. Oh, and I bet no. they want to report what she gets on the test. And I'm so embarrassed for the daughter, Sophia. How embarrassing. Yeah, everybody Mom. does know her business. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Shadi did a year of college, too. I know. And I that know. seems weird, all but right. okay. Okay. Is that all we got to say now? No, we have way more. Okay. We're coming back. Okay.